Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to season seven, episode four, question mark. I just scrolled down real fast I to, saw, to thank make you. sure that episode three was last. We, we've been uh, doing it like... You know why it's right? Because why? whenever I type it in the notes, it's fucking right. And whenever you type oh. it in the notes, it's wrong. <laughs> See? This Consistency. Episode, <laughs> I like it. This episode is produced by me. George <laughs> literally has done everything for this episode. I don't want to be here. I'm going <laughs> to fucking try my hardest right now to give a shit it's gonna to be great i'm really excited for this episode because i think it's the perfect combination of i did enough of what you wanted to make this work there's gonna be a backbone i have not even read I know, through i, I never i know I've, i know in a hundred and four episodes <laughs> i have never done this before well you know and here we are. Here we are. It's I've been waiting for 104 episodes for this to fucking happen. Well, you know what? I would love to tell you what happened last week. Tell me what happened. It was UFC Fight Night, and Jan Blahovich, Ryan Spann, Davey Grant, and Caitlin Shakugan all won. <laughs> we watched these fights most... Oh, no, we did, because it was a super late fight night, too. That's right. And well worth watching Bellator happened early on Friday and we freaking missed it Logan Storley beat MVP <laughs> in a controversial split decision which is in, apparently incredibly controversial like MVP was robbed did, did, was that true yeah yeah that's what people say okay cool Fabian Edwards Leon Edwards baby bro knocked out Leota Machida bad bad I mean I love Machida you do left hand the karate really guy. I'm him. a left hand the karate guy myself. So uh, Paul Daly scored a big knockout, and our Greek girl Alina Calionido, thank you, won via TKO. There's no more Bellator now until June 24th. Dude, like what? That's Fuck over you, a month Bellator. away. What are you guys doing? Are you going on vacation? Even PFL <laughs> has more regular events, Bro. and they shouldn't. And P- and you know what? PFL is about to fucking get on my last nerve too because uh, this is oh. their chance. This is their um, fucking chance, bro. Step up. You don't need to be number three. Be number two. Yeah, that's true. I think this they got to is... change it back to World Series of Fighting. What a fucking awesome name is that? Um, What do you like, friends and listeners? World Series of Fighting or Professional Fighters League? Tell us. Okay. What's happening next week? <laughs> Fight night. Holm versus Vieira. Holly Holm is fighting Ketlin Vieira. Uh, and that's next week. So the rest of the card's pretty light, but whatever. But Santiago Ponzinibbio is fighting Michelle Pajera, and I'm pretty excited for that. I think it's going to be exciting. I fucking love Santiago Ponzinibbio, bro. I think it's going to be exciting and also really bad. It's going to be bad. And yeah, I'll tell you what, fucking Michelle Pajera, I think, uh, I, I honestly think he's he's always going to do something stupid, like a backflip or a cartwheel or something. But this time, he's not going to be able to do that stuff. Santiago Positivio is not going to play that shit, bro. He's going to fucking make him pay for it. And I think he knows it. Also, interesting thing that I don't think fucking people talk about. Michelle Pajara is Brazilian, isn't he? 
He believes so. Santo pa- Santiago Ponzinibbio, Argentinian. They don't get along. Do they not? No, they don't. Oh. So I think it initially stemmed from like a soccer thing, or or it's a cultural thing that expresses itself in soccer. And uh, maybe in the anime community. Who knows? Well, I'm rooting for Brazil. Okay, well, I'm... <laughs> Our boy Eric I Anders. I love to make you laugh, babe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our our boy Eric Anders is fighting, and so is Shay Super. Everybody else, fuck him. <laughs> you ready, babe? We're doing this for the first time, I think, in 103 episodes. This is I've been fucking waiting for this episode forever. We're gonna do a top four. Yes. <laughs> minutes and 40 seconds into the podcast babe still pretty early why don't you tell us about uh the first note of our top four killing it babe so number one in our top four is about michael johnson michael johnson is our favorite mma ho and you gotta win. Uh, we do joke and call him that because he was weirdly at so many events that we were at he was at a UFC event we were at. He was at Bellator that we were at. And he was then at the championship PFL fights on New Year's Eve in New York City that we were at. And I called him a hoe and George liked that. <laughs> and didn't we also see him at the... at the What did we do? We did the open workouts. Right? Oh. Didn't we go see the open workouts for Nate and Jorge when they fought in New not York? Not the open workouts. Oh, but was I think it? it was, but neither of them did it. Yeah. Masvidal, we went live and saw, and I think we saw Michael Johnson there. Maybe. I can't remember if it was that. PFL New Year's Eve for sure. For sure. I remember that. We were fucking partying. And we had such a good seat. Like, dude, is that Michael Johnson partying right there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. But we call him a hoe out of love. Yeah. So here's our, wink, wink, deep dive. Michael Johnson made his way to the UFC through the Ultimate Fighter and in the same season where GSP and Josh Kostrick were the coaches where he was runner-up. He's from St. Louis, but has trained in Florida for a long-ass time at two of the most legit camps of all time, Black Zillions and Sanford MMA. For those of you who don't know, there was a legitimate awesome team called Black Zillions. That's, I mean, it was pretty awesome. His highest percentage winning record was in 2015, quite a while ago, when he was 16 and 8, after which he went on a skid against the best of the best. So some notable wins, and you all definitely even know these people. He beat, Michael Johnson has beaten Tony Ferguson, Joe Lozon, Danny Castillo, Glyson Tebow, and Gleison Tebow, George thinks beat Habib. He doesn't care what anyone says. That's right. Melvin Goulard? Goulard. Goulard, Edson Barboza, the GOAT, Bro, Artem Lobov. He beat, he the, beat goat. the GOAT. He beat the GOAT. Shut I forgot about that. Wow. Remember, it was a thing. It was a thing. Wow. We watched that. He also beat Andre Touchy Feely, which it seems like a lot of people are doing lately. And he beat Dustin Poirier. Like, Bro, he fucking one, he's been around out a long Poirier. time, yeah. but also has really great wins. He does have some losses, of course. We told you his record is, is he clearly has a lot of fights. He lost to Miles Jury, Benil Dariush, <laughs> Habib, questionable, Justin Gaethje, Darren Elkins, Josh Emmett, and Clay Guida. Those so, are like legit guys. Definitely legit. legit. And Habib is the GOAT. 
Yes. According to some people. The second goat. Um, so his current record is now 20 and 17 which is so crazy that he has so many fights um not so great that he has so many losses but that's okay Uh, you can't deny that he's one of the best in the world who has fought and beat some of the best of the best so um what started this all is that he won and he ko'd alan patrick then he i think george wanted to show did you want to show me the do you watch it no here so i'm about to live watch this so you caught him with like this bravo yeah in the pocket almost missed it and then Michael Johnson, after his win, spoke out in the post-fight press conference about how he was in a really dark place, fighting the best of the best and just like barely losing to some of them and knowing that he could compete. He was so happy um, that we just had to share that feel good moment. He's been on the record saying that he was partying too much duh, because we were partying with him that year. Um, but it's just great to see him get a big win and feel himself true that babe word word and if you want to have a feel-good moment i guess just go watch michael johnson post-fight press but it's not really worth it nah i just i told you everything you need to know basically uh viral video did you see this babe this is number two scrappy ramirez knocked his opponent uh, opponent juan salavatiera i was practicing that all day yesterday and now i totally fucked it up but he knocked him out of the ring so bad that this photographer had to catch him to protect him uh as someone on boxing twitter said someone give that photographer a pay bonus do you see it i'm currently watching it boxing okay I don't like the guy in the kilt. Whoa! He caught him by his head? His yeah, neck? By his neck. Wow! By the scruff of his neck, this guy was saved from literally, like, breaking his neck. And he didn't, like, underhook him. He, like, overhooked him. He wow. caught him after he already passed and still protected his head. Way to go. That uh, photographer definitely deserves some bonus money. Okay. I'm going to keep it going. Number three point of the week. It's a new segment. You know, I love my favorite new segment of all time is new segment. That's a new one. It's just a new one right there for you. Mm-hmm. But the new segment is I interview you about fights you watched when I was asleep. Oh, but that stinks. I never remember anything. Well, I'm going to ask you this. What did you think when you saw Jan Blahovich win against Alexander Rakic? Because I don't really know what happened uh, besides the fact that Rakic basically blew his knee out. Later, they confirmed it was an ACL. Did you know that? It was ACL? It's I ACL. thought they said MCL. They were saying MCL, oh. LCL. Like the, they're like, oh, it's not that bad. And then when he went Monday to get scans, it's ACL. Ew. So, yeah. I thought Rockich was looking really good, but I really wanted Jan to win. And uh, during round one, when they put the live tweets up, Glover Teixeira, who's the current champ, who yeah. won and beat Jan for the belt, um put up like if you win this one like i promise you the next fight or whatever no shit so the rematch huh i was happy he won but i'm not so sure if the win because of injury on his opponent's side will change things but yeah. we'll see um i think it was the third round and i think i heard that somebody said it was one round apiece does that sound accurate that sure i can't honestly i don't remember so, yeah. that much i do remember the ryan span fight though that was crazy i didn't that see that I tried what happened to wake you up for yeah the, i remember you i remember you trying to wake me up for the replay. Were i don't know why i couldn't or? say that right now 
Or was it a knockout? It was a knockout, and I can't, of course, remember that either, and that's why notes are so important, um, but it was Oh, no, it was a submission. Sorry. See, I thought it was a submission. Ian Kutalaba was, like, coming in hard in the first round, like, knocking him out, like, punching, punching, punching. And then, but he kept, like, going forward, and Ryan Spann caught him in a... We caught him in a guillotine. Guillotine, as I was going to say. Ooh, that was tight. See, I thought I remember that. That's a tight guillotine. He caught him from the mount, too. Okay. And Ian Kutalaba has said since that, like... I'm sorry, I made a mistake that changed everything because he knows it was like his stupidity as much as it was Ryan Spann's talent. Okay, cool. Yep. Rounding out the top four this week as I keep getting texts from Billy Alexander who I just texted him and I said, we're going to New Orleans, but he wants to go to Northern Alaska. And I'm like, no, dude, we're going to fucking New Orleans, bro. We're not going to fucking Northern Alaska. <laughs> not yet. Maybe, maybe next year. Um, we're going to do interviews to watch or listen to. Since everyone in the MMA space who's actually trying to make money off of podcasts, podcasts just copy whatever Ariel Hawani and the other big guys do, we're going to do it too. But we're going to be honest about it. So who, here are two interviews that are worth listening to, especially if you just want to kill time. I listened to it when I was in the shower and then when I walked to the subway. Okay, I need to say this and I'm so happy you're sharing this. I think this is a great thing to share because... It'll help me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My fucking podcast app is weirdly playing Ariel's last episode every time I try to select this one. So it says the correct information for this week's MMA hour. Yeah. But when you play it, it's last Monday's episode. Someone, someone better fucking fix that shit. They, they fucking making too much money to be, be making those things like so that. That's so strange. That I'm like, sucks. oh, I closed it and out. This happened multiple times. Yes, it happened yesterday and today. New York, Rick, get on your shit, son. Anyway, so I'm dying to hear about Tony on Ariel, but please first tell me about Dustin. So, blah blah blah. He wants to fight in July. It was great. He, he was, it was, it was fun listening to him uh, while I was naked and lathering myself with uh, soap. Uh, but he he said he already accepted the Nate fight twice, but it's not working out. He, he will fight Colby, even though he doesn't want to fucking fight him at all because he doesn't hate anyone. But if there was a line of hatred, how he feels about Colby is on that line. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him making a punny, a penny, a punny off of me. All right. That's what but he now said. Dustin in the past has also said he's not fighting Michael Chandler. So he's being being that guy who's like. Hey, man, what's what happens when you fucking fuck up Connor twice in a row? You do whatever you want. All right, fair. And he definitely does whatever he wants because he's going to introduce a third and final hot sauce. This one will be maple. I don't know how I feel about that. Vom. Yeah, but it's going to be like maple and a little bit of spice, he said exactly. Yeah, I'm going to still go with vom. Uh, But it's going to make it a three pack, and he said that's going to be it. It's going to be the original hot sauce, the KO edition hot sauce, and the fucking maple, which, come on, bro. From fucking Louisiana, bro. Get some... What's better than that? Get a fucking alligator sauce, bro. Genius. See, that's why we have to go to New Orleans to go see Dustin Poirier and hang out. <laughs> oh, and also he keeps talking about shit about how he's like, he was talking about how the house that he had in like 2009 that was in the documentary when he was first starting and that he used to, like there's old videos of him being interviewed with Ariel like in the early 2000s. It's like an old ass house and now he's like in, in a fucking nice house because he's fought Conor McGregor three times. Uh, but... Ariel was asking him about it. He still has it, and his mom still fucking lives there. Oh, wow. 
which is like so cool. But also, he he, he always talks about how like he's bar- he's at barbecues drinking whiskey and eating fucking food. And I'm like, bro, we should go to New Orleans and fucking have. All right, I'll support. go look for him. Do a fucking uh, crawfish bowl. Tony was also on Ariel. I think he was on Thursday, and uh, uh, Dustin was on the day before it, Monday. But that was actually really good. I didn't know what to expect. I kind of didn't want to listen to it, but it was when I was fucking cleaning the bathroom, I think I was listening mm-hmm. to it. it the first time I've done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> but it was a really fucking awesome interview with Tony. He's still a weirdo, but he sounds the most normal that he sounded in a really long time. He was in really good fucking spirits, especially after getting KO'd by Michael Chandler, which is fucking crazy. Uh, but he honestly admitted to the MMA community that what a lot of people have been saying like for a while on MMA Twitter and like us included, he hasn't sparred in like fucking three years and he doesn't really work out with any team shocked face so but like, like also yeah. not shocked face he just has his guys that he works out with like all the fucking time but he's like not at a gym and he's not sparring and like you kind of have to do that shit in modern mma bro absolutely he used to be a freak but now like he, he's whatever man like the game has caught up to tony ferguson you know i'm really glad he sounded normal too so though. yeah he sounded normal he still made a couple fucking like just stupid jokes like bro you're mad loser. corny like, yeah yeah but mad fucking corny but like fine. he was in really really good spirits and he had a couple things man i wish i remember but he said some really nice things he's like i just honestly feel like well, most people say shit about god and it's like whatever but he's like man i honestly feel like uh like god has a plan for me and it's all good and like it was like okay man like you sound good when you said that <laughs> yeah 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 and uh he's talking about how he did uh just mad shit about about how he like was walking around the week of and like he's like i don't want to fucking say about nice things that i fucking do but like i gave i spent mad time with homeless people that i brought food to this week and it made me fucking happy and i just want to talk about it he's like i know it's not the thing to say but i'm like dude tony ferguson you're a fucking weirdo but yeah, talk about I, I, it i like you again i like talk you about again. it yeah. all right we'll root for him next fight maybe maybe probably Bravo in your top four. It was all right. I got off topic a little bit, you know. It's fucking, okay. Uh, we're both really, uh, everything's all good. We're just a little too frazzled for holding hands. I think we might have to take a week off. I, I need a week off. Yeah, I'm just yeah. tired, man. Andreas, if you want to talk, just call us up, bro. Sorry. Right. Just, <laughs> just, I don't need to fucking bust out the computer and plug in these fucking dope mics. I don't know. It's just, it's pressure. We yeah. don't, I don't need more pressure. Fucking there ain't no Bellator until the fucking 24th. We can take a week exactly. off, bro. <laughs> for real oh, all right God. i'm gonna do the pti rundown because when we didn't do one andreas fucking <laughs> got on us about that shit too i know but i deleted the music he's right about it wait just, you deleted it I totally straight up deleted it. i don't want to fucking eq it i don't want to lower the volume it's gone i'll get new music wow yeah, yeah I, do thought, it. So, I thought i was in a bad place <laughs> 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 shit. sorry here start doing it i'll do it da, 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 da. that's how it goes i don't, know I don't think that's march, how bro. it goes all right all right da, 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 uh, we da, told da, you about da, <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> we told you about amanda nooney leaving att and starting her own gym and we were a little bit suspicious about it she came out and said i'm not safe even in my territory and that she explains why kayla harrison was part of the reason why she left what do you think i totally was like nah it's not because of that it doesn't make no sense it can't be because of that and here i am wrong as fuck conor mcgregor is no longer the highest paid athlete in sports in 2022 what happens when you break your shit and you ain't around Ooh, there's a video after Justin Gaethje and Charles Oliveira's fight. And Justin Gaethje says 
to Charles Oliveira. You hit hard as fuck. Oh, damn, bro. That's interesting. That's awesome because people don't call Charles heavy-handed, but right, he's got to be. He's the fucking champ, bro. What do we think about Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori? I like that fight a lot, actually. I like that fight a lot, actually. All right. And last but not least, Jan Blahovich says he was blind in one eye for the first round of the Rakich fight. It's the fucking craziest sport, man. I had the tiniest boo-boo on my knee and I'm like, and I'm out of commission, bro. And these guys just fucking blind themselves. <laughs> and go back in. Yeah. And like legitimately fight, not like fucking roll on, roll on the floor. I know. And that's the end of the PTI rundown. See, that's why the music helps. Both of your eyes look fucked up from training today. What do you mean? That eye looks a little swollen and the other around your eye got Girl, up. I got these fucking eyebrows did. When? Before I came home. Oh, you weren't going to tell me? I thought you were going oh, to fucking notice because my shit is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I See, would have noticed. We got off. We got off the rails, but this is a good. There's good content in here. I would have noticed. You. They was looking real singular. We just need to make this podcast stop being about fighting, and it's gonna blow up. All right. Toodaloo, crocodiles. <laughs> Toodaloo, alligators. <laughs> Toodaloo. This episode was brought to you by Detective William. Happy birthday and congratulations. Congratulations.